What's going on, Bro Motion? I hope you're having a uh, magnificent Monday, or whenever you listen to this, today is Monday, December 6, 2021, and this is Season 8, Episode 135. This is your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington here at General Fitness Company Studio, and today we are going to be talking about magic. No, I'm not. I'm playing. We're not talking about magic. We're actually talking about um, a body language and... Um, <laughs> I was thinking about this because I was thinking about psychics, you know, so I was talking about psychics a little a little bit in the episode, but, you know, I was like thinking about, you know, what makes, what is it that about psychics that is like so psychic? What makes a psychic psychic? And uh, some of them are, you know, they're actually gifted. They have an ability that not none of, none of us are born with, you know, some people actually have that, that psychic ability. There are some of us out there, and there's other ones that are cons, and but there, there's, there's other ones that uh, it's probably a larger group that is in between. They might be, not, they might not tell you if they would, you know, if you ask them right up front, but if you know, you know. And uh, a lot of the people uh, that are psychics to a certain extent, uh, they uh, read body language. That's actually how they read your future. They can kind of tell your cues based on like, you know, like if you ask a question, they can see your cues. Uh, you know, like if you, you, you might, you might, sub, you know, there's a subconscious language that we speak that involves our bodies. It doesn't use a lot of words, you know, and, uh, 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 you know, even uh, one of my clients I was actually talk, talking to one of my clients about this, uh, about this particular subject. And she gave me, uh, another example. She's like, you know, deaf people, deaf people as well. I mean, they're not psychics, but they have, they're really in tune to body language because obviously they don't have words, uh, in the same way we do. So, you know, it's more of a, a visual thing. So of course they're going to be more attuned to like, you know, these visual cues, uh, that we might not be, uh, so adept to pick up, but you know, there are some things that we do know that are relatively universal that we can look at and say, okay, that's, this means this, but we're going to go a little bit deeper than that. And, uh, we're going to talk about body language and, uh, what it means, uh, not only for, uh, not only in just reading body language, but, uh, how, how does body language actually tell us, uh, about another person or about ourselves and, how do you actually do body language? So, yeah, we're going to get into that because, you know, body language. I don't know if you don't know. Body language is kind of one of my uh, secret one of my uh, secret interests or whatnot, I guess that's uh, for lack of better words. I don't know how else to say that, but yeah, I like that. I don't really talk about it too much, but I really do like body language, but I, you know, anyways, we'll talk more about that in the episode. <laughs> so let's get that underway. Season eight, episode 135. And this one is going to be called the psychic psychics. No, this one is going to be called body language. Let's keep it simple today. <laughs> Lego.
All right. So I wanted to talk about this. Uh, body language is it's an interesting thing. And, you know, a lot of people say that it's, uh, it's like looking at like what what somebody's saying based on like how they're they move their hands or how they're sitting and uh it's it's not really that you know it's not really just like what someone's saying outside of the words you know if that was the case then every time someone crossed their arms which is you know our cultural sign for being close to communication uh we'd, we'd miss out on some interesting conversations in the cold because of course after all most people cross their arms when they're cold. So, to be honest with you, uh, body language is always is something I've always been interested in. Not only because you know it's just it's, it's interesting to me, but it's also been uh, something that's been out of necessity. You know, as a as a young buck growing up, that kind of rhymed. <laughs> but as a young as a young buck, I used to live in a, a lot of places. You know, I lived in a lot of places around the country, and also you know lived in a few uh, well. I guess you can count Alaska kind of as a different country, uh, but I also lived in Spain. Uh, so that was officially a different country. But, but in living in all these places, you, you get to understand that people don't necessarily uh, have uh, the same meaning for words. I mean, it's you know, obviously within uh, English, it's you know not that different. But there are differences, and there are cultural differences, and there are also differences... Uh, in like individuals, you know, how like certain individuals might uh, interpret certain words or might be trying to convey certain uh, emotions. Uh, so I, I, I tend to tended to try to learn and pick up body language along the way because, you know, it's it's really important if you're going to be moving around and talking to people that speak differently and meeting a lot of people. So it, I mean, it definitely helped out a lot when I lived in Spain, you know, like I didn't speak fluent Spanish at all. Uh, but being able to read what people were saying based on their body language, I could really hold a conversation. And not to mention that that actually helped me uh, develop my language a little bit more because I could, you know, feel more or less what people were saying uh, based on their intonations and their emotions and the way they held uh, their body. And so, like, I could feel, like, what one word that might even have, like, synonym, synonyms in that language in Spanish, uh, one might have a little bit more of an inflection or one might more be a little bit more, uh, say, powerful uh, than another word, even though it's just almost the same meaning I mean, based on somebody's body language. Uh, so I actually think that's, that's also why I'm, you know, I, I'm relatively good at what I do. I, I dare I say, I'm excellent at what I do, <laughs> you know, uh, because of the fact that I have this, you know, obviously I have this knowledge of the, of the body through uh, physical training. Uh, and I also have the psycho psychology background, uh, but being able, being able to combine those two, as well as being able to read body language, you know, people always say that the at least they've in my reviews I've seen online and what people say to me personally is that I tend to meet people where they are. And it's because I can read what they're saying uh, before they even say a word because of body language. Uh, so, I mean, body language is cool, but that's that's only part of it. I mean, I tend to believe that the uh, the, the actions, these practice, these practice actions with our body are like words. And you, you can 
you can repeat words, right? There's a lot of words. I mean, I have phrases. I know like uh, people have told me I should make a, a t-shirt for all the phrases that I have. You know, I pretty much, you know, how about keep good company? That's one of them. But you can think about like the words that we often repeat are the same as like the actions that we uh, often repeat and they can have a lasting effect on your body. And, uh, you, you see like, say for instance, if you have a, uh, if you if your tendency is to use like happy words and this i can't remember what the study was but there was a study uh for this uh, you, no matter what the words are like you know if they're if it's a you tend to use happy words or sad words those can actually show up in your posture so if you have a tendency to use you know happy words or sad words or powerful words you know they show up in your posture and a lot of times they that's like uh what a lot of these like nlp and these leadership type companies like you know they, they try to help create leaders or they try to teach you how to be a leader or more charismatic speech speaker they tell you these very things that like your posture is gonna have to be uh have to be uh congruent with your with your words so the words and the posture are something that we pick up on and if you're saying one thing and your posture is not saying that same thing we said we tend to you know mentally call bs <laughs> because we can see that there's not a congruence and that's what we well congruence <laughs> and that's what we identify as congruence you know, it's just like if your words match your actions, you know, that is congruence. And if they don't, well, then obviously that is the way that is the way, you know, if you work backwards, that's the way to understand that. That's how we understand language. So if you think about it that way, you can understand why people would say that your postures are going to be built on those words that you tend to say. So. I mean, we. I mean, we definitely subconsciously know this, right? I mean, we know that the your body will hold these postures, and that the, these these postures reflect your emotional state. You know, that's why we reward certain and and, and punish certain uh, postures. You know, tall people or people that stand up tall tend to get raises more often. That's that's a proven fact. That people, I think, I can't even remember. I think it was actually over a certain height. Uh, have uh, expen exponentially high uh, probability of getting raises. So, and the same thing happens with people with poor posture. You know, we have all these sayings about, you know, people behind the keyboard with slumped shoulders and stuff like that. And you have these uh, preconceptions of the of what people uh, are like when we see, like, you know, when you, when you see uh, someone with that type of posture with, you know, the slumped shoulders and their head down and stuff. You, you automatically think that that person is not confident, right? That's just like subconsciously, we already know these things. So it, again, it's, it's not hard to make that jump. So I say I'm bringing all this up because if the hypothesis is correct, and I don't even know if this is a hypothesis, really, I really feel like this is a true fact. But I mean, if it is correct that you know, if a certain posture gets rewarded while another posture gets punished, I think it's important to, you know, it's almost a no brainer to work out. You know, you know, why work out? Well, of course, you want to work out to build muscles. So the best thing to do is resistance training. And, you know, many people think about weight training being resistance training, you know, when they hear, you know, do they need to do resistance training, but it's not necessarily uh lifting weights you know it can be anything as a you know, it's a variety of things like 
uh, uh, you know, re- uh, like resistance bands. Um, but even body weight training can be a form of resistance training. If, you know, you put yourself in the, the right angles and say, for instance, like, a re, uh, I mean, and I, and I guess it's not technically resistance training, but it works the same as, as resistance training. If you do say a decline pushup, that's not the same thing as a regular pushup. So it works your muscles in a different way. So, uh, resistance training can be any way that you can use gravity as a force, uh, outside of just like running and walking. At least in my book, that's why I consider resistance training if you're if you're doing it correctly, or uh, I shouldn't even do say correctly, but doing it intelligently. So, uh, I mean, it's just you know it's just good to have have muscles, just because I mean you think about it. If you're building up these strengths in your body, then you know those. Those bat, those postures, you know, like you can reinforce the good postures and the not so good postures uh, that are, you know, we associate as not being good because they are, you know, more or less a form of weakness. Uh, you, you know, like not maybe I'm not saying uh, uh, um, mentally, you know, maybe it could mean that, but it, you know, if you have a not so good posture, there's something. That we know, because <laughs> we know what the anatomical, the Vesuvian man, you know what that's supposed to look like. Now, obviously, there are you know, defects and deformities and stuff like that, and we can normally pick those out too. But if it's you know somebody that tends to, is somebody that tends to slouch or someone that you know maybe leans to the side a little bit more, you know, obviously that could be scoliosis. But uh, for the most part, you know, we're humans, so we tend to uh, think of the person as real, as being healthy and just not having good posture until we think until we know otherwise. At least if it's like you know borderline, you know what I'm saying. So um, again, you know, why not work out so you can get stronger and reinforce those good postures and eliminate those poor post- postures. Now, I want to talk about this. You know, I'm not a licensed therapist on this one, so I don't want to talk too much about the mental aspect of it. But trauma also shows up in our body, you know, much the same way. You know, trauma, you know, you think about it traditionally as like a death or something gruesome. But, you know, we're starting to learn as a society and a culture that it it, it all depends on the person. You know, trauma, of course, uh, can have an effect on the on the psyche, but also on the body. You know, I mean, for instance, Something as simple as a, as, as a C-section can cause trauma to a woman. Now, I, wanna, I know that sounds kind of wild, but I, I train women that have had like C-sections and they were told by their doctors, and, you know, it's a little bit different now, but they were told by their doctors that they, they'd have to live with not being able to use their abs the same way. And that's, you know, that's literally what trauma is and it's, also BS, you know, you can, you can, you, know, you think about it, you can, you can unlearn just about anything you've learned, including, you know, your bodily responses to trauma. Just think about like why people go to physical therapy, right? You know, physical therapy is, you know, a lot of times because somebody got an injury or something that like your body, your shoulders frozen or something, you know, like you go to physical therapy or you go to occupational health or occupational therapy or whatnot. Or you go to these places like, you know, people learning how to relearning how to walk, you know, like your body can unlearn these things that that happen to it and relearn uh, these things that happen to it. In fact, if it's, you know, if if it it pertains to trauma, a lot of times your body is uh, relearning how to respond to that to that trauma every day of your life until your body, until you um, 
exercise and strengthen your body so you can unlearn those things that your body has to, you know, had to relearn. So, I mean, I just think about myself when I broke my, broke my leg and my, my ankle or dislocated my ankle, broke my leg and broke my foot <laughs> to be specific. Like I had developed a posture uh, to kind of compensate for that leg that was, wasn't as strong. And throughout the, um, the time of me having the injury, I had to constantly try to remind myself to stand on that foot, try to put weight on the foot. And then as I got stronger, then I started doing uh, other exercises to kind of unlearn that posture that, you know, was more or less necessary at the time because I couldn't put weight on the foot. You know, I couldn't put weight on it. So I had to, you know, kind of learn a, a posture that was not, was not necessarily, um, ergonomic, I guess, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily something that was the most efficient and effective for, uh, for the long run, but it got me through that time when my leg was, you know, not working the way that it should. And so again, there's times where, you know, your body, it, you know, that's a trauma, but there's times when your body just has to learn some, uh, something because out of necessity and it relearns it until you unlearn it. So, you know, there's a lot of reasons why I, I think, it's important for us to, uh, uh, to work out. And it's definitely important, uh, to just, to, you know, understand that, you know, there is trauma and, you know, anything that you can learn, you can unlearn and anything that's relearned can be just untaught, you know? So, I mean, the point to all this here is that your body isn't a machine. You know, I have used the metaphor of it being a sailboat before, but it's it's much more than that when you zoom out you know if you think about it it expresses your thoughts and observes your environment you know it helps you move through the world and you use it to do just about everything so it's not really a far jump to conclude that you know your that body language is 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 not just a few words but actually a, a whole story and with with practice you can understand that story and and you can possibly predict your own future so with that possibility like wouldn't it wouldn't it be smart to just Try to make your future as strong as possible. You know, and that's, that's, that's uh, the way I think of this. You know, it's just like if you can make your body stronger, if you can make your body, you know, not be susceptible to trauma. Obviously, you can have trauma in your life no matter what happens in a physical, emotional trauma. You can have that. But the way to bounce back from that, you know, I mean, I'm, again, I'm not a licensed therapist, so I don't want to talk about the mental aspect, but the way to bounce back from that, at least in a, a bodily response to trauma is to exercise, to work out, you know, resistance training, not just, uh, you know, walking on a treadmill and because, you know, walking on a treadmill is not really resistance training and you're going to rehearse those movements uh, that you have been learning or have learned for years and years and years. So, you know, resistance training is the best thing to do. Strengthen your body so, you know, these injuries don't uh, come up in the, in the long run because a lot of times injuries are just uh, manifestations of trauma that happened a long time ago and essentially your body just has never adjusted uh, or has never you know, recovered, I guess, adjusted or recovered, <laughs> however you want to put it, right? Because uh, either way, your body has to uh, accept trauma, trauma has to move through you. And only as they say, the only through the only way out is through. So yeah, get strong. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. I really do appreciate you listening to this episode. If you in, uh, if you enjoyed it, if uh, it you know stirred up some thoughts for you, I would appreciate some feedback. You know, you can leave it on a leave a rating review wherever you're listening to this. Also, you know, you can just tell your friends about it. You know, that's a great way to also leave a review. Just tell your friends about what's going on over here, and maybe you have an, even share this with them. Uh, uh, you know. If you, but if you are enjoying these, I would, uh, you know, I would definitely appreciate if you subscribe because the more subscribers we have, uh, the faster we show up on people's searches because you know there's like a billion podcasts out there it seems like now, and I would appreciate if you can help me help me uh, move up those ranks just a little bit. All right, so I will check you later. Uh, hopefully Wednesday. You know, you never know these these holidays. I've got a lot going on. I actually had my first holiday party on Friday with a, at my second location. Actually, you know what? I don't. Did I tell you? I forgot to tell you. The big project. <laughs> I forgot to tell you. Yeah, the big project. Yeah. So we started uh, December first. I uh, got a new um, new facility here. Uh, we got place location number two. Maybe I did tell you. But anyways, if you, <laughs> I think I only said it once. I might get, might give it a to you a couple times. But yeah, we got location number two uh, over at a country club. You know, we opened up at a country club, so got a train over there. We're doing our thing. Thought life is good. Uh, it just makes me that much busier. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm trying to be as available as possible for everybody. But yeah, it seems like I'm just gonna be in a, uh, a few more places now. Which is a good thing. That means we're, that means uh, my company's growing. So, anyways, uh, yeah, that's it. Check you later. And as always, keep good company. <laughs>